Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Nick Finzer. I'm here with Alan Blanchard today, and we are talking February 2021 releases. Uh, this is Jazz Today is the name of the playlist. If you haven't discovered it yet on Spotify, head on over there to check it out. This is Jazz Today, Outside of Music. Type that into your search bar, and you will find all of the wonderful music that has come out in uh, February and January of 2021, as well as a bunch of stuff from last year. We kind of keep it you know, four to six months worth of uh, great new releases. So Alan, thanks for joining us. Thanks for putting together another, let's see, do we have 10 tracks today? Looks like 10. I hope we do. I think I counted 10. <laughs> bad if we didn't. Yeah. You know, it's getting, we were just talking about beforehand. It's getting a little uh, quiet, I guess. Maybe we're kind of hitting that lull in the recording um, scene, you know, since the, the pandemic and everything, but still uh, a great 10. You know, not, not, not dogging that, not saying I had to go grasping for straws here, but we'll, we'll see what happens as months, uh, you know, keep moving forward. It might have to become the top seven. Who knows? Yeah. Well, no, I think people have been figuring out ways to get stuff out, but, uh, definitely I figured at some point there was going to be a little bit of a lull in turn because nobody could record. It's always been basically just about exactly a year. And, uh, but anyway, I'm, uh, looking forward to checking out some of these releases. I've seen that they had come out and I had not gotten a chance to listen to them yet. So I'm excited to do that. So let's jump in here with, of course, a jazz legend, Charles Lloyd. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, and it's interesting that you label it like a jazz legend, because I think that I never heard a lot of my friends talking about Charles Lloyd, sure. um, but absolutely, I mean, incredible, um, doing a cover of a uh, famous uh, Leonard Cohen tune anthem. Um, and it's, it's awesome. I mean, it's coming off of this album. that's going to be out. Let's see in a little over a week now, I think March 12th or something like that. Yeah. I think that's the Friday, March 12th on blue note. Um, there's that's this one. They also do uh, the Ornette Coleman tune rambling uh, a couple monk, like a monk's mood, which is going to be really interesting to hear, but it's just so, um, such a great single track i think because it almost like starts off in a way that is not jet like it's more folk if anything you know um but definitely like an amazing uh saxophone player and had a lot of steel guitar which i think is not something i was expecting or used to yeah. i mean i live in nashville so it's it's coming there but really really cool single it's just kind of uh let it let it be nothing too in your face yeah, I mean, I think Charles Lloyd is like, uh, so yeah, he gets maligned as uh, not maligned. That's the, not the right word. He's <laughs> like, I don't know. He was at the same time as Coltrane, and how, and he got kind of just overshadowed, I think, at the time, and he went in a different direction. You know, that's tough. And he, uh, you know, ended up like moving out into the woods and being like kind of a bohemian recluse kind of cat, but. Uh, great, a great saxophonist, nonetheless, and great yeah. band too. Eric Harland and uh, Jason Moran, right? Yeah, yeah. So, at any rate, I mean, I saw them play at the um, Newport Festival once, and it was just like, it was great. It's incredible. Um, speaking like of saxophones, oh, he's I got like yeah, he's look. he's yeah. definitely like kept up with the times. You know, he's trying to be <laughs> like a hip, the hip uh, hipster. The hip hipster. <laughs> He'd be right a place in your neighborhood. True, true. <laughs> uh, okay, excellent. So now we're moving to um, 
The next one on our list here today is from Chad Lefkowitz-Brown of Instagram fame. Uh, and Chad is actually from very close to where I'm from, and we used to know each other in, in high school. But uh, I haven't played with him in a little bit. He played with my band a couple times. But anyway, he has a record out on, I think it's on La Reserve Records, and it's... Uh, just called quartet sessions but you can you can fill everybody in about what's what's happening here i mean that's basically it it's pretty uh self-explanatory there's there's kind of like two quartets uh that they have through it one of them um is with the bassist dan chimlinski brian carter and uh estonian pianist uh, holger marjama probably pronounced the last name incorrectly the second one is with stephen feifke alex claffy and um Corey Fonville, who I think plays with Butcher oh, yeah. Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's great. You know, I think uh, it, it's just, it's cool to hear someone like Chad and what he's going to do with standards in, in that respect. You know, like I picked Green Chimneys because I just like the tune. And I think it's, you know, it's one of those that um, there's very particular recordings that I go to and listen to of it. Uh, and so it's cool to see a new thing, you know, but you're, you know, you're kind of right. He's very present on social media. And I think that's where everyone goes for his things and, and checks out what he's doing. So it's cool to hear him in this session, you know, like with a band playing as if he's with a band instead of, you know, like the educational content or, or the social media content and everything that that's much more prevalent, I think, with his uh, association, you know, besides playing with Chris Bodie and Taylor Swift uh, sure. yeah. casually, you know, you know, just another day at the office, as they say, right? I get, I want to go to that office. That's, yeah, that seems right. like a really cool office, you know? That was a good segue though, from Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, excuse me, to Iggy Pop. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's the first time I think Iggy Pop has ever come up on a jazz playlist. I don't, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Here we are. It's just Dr. Lonnie Smith and Iggy Pop doing Sunshine Superman. And it is uh, incredible. Uh, you know, I didn't know that this was a cover until I looked it up, evidently. Mm-hmm. It's like a cover from uh, the mid-60s. Um, but I'm basically sold on just about anything that uh, Dr. Lonnie Smith plays. Oh, yeah. And sure. so it, it doesn't really matter. I think there's so few, like, prevalent uh, organ players, too, that, like, it's really not hard to just, when something like that comes on, you just check it out. Like, Joey DeFrancesco, like, Dr. Lonnie Smith, you know, like okay cool like i'm i'm sold it's there it's just like you're it's an obligation to listen to what's going to go on and then iggy pop is just a little interesting uh twist on it you know kind of like something you didn't expect but <laughs> yeah that's some uh yeah that's some like same thing they were doing in the 60s with the major labels like trying to get these guests on on tracks and stuff but we'll see how it goes i mean i hope it works out so he gets more attention because he certainly deserves yeah. the attention, man. Yeah. It's killing. Nice. I'll have to listen to it more. I can't play the whole track right now. We'll get in trouble. But uh, <laughs> uh, but that's so funny. I never thought that that would be a thing. So this is a single, right? It's come, There's an album coming out at some point. Uh, yes. I'm assuming so. I would hope so. I mean, I would love to hear more Dr. Lonnie Smith. So that would be great if so. I think so. The cover on Spotify says uh, "breath" or "breathe." Oh, yeah, that, that that would probably make sense then. 
Yeah. With our deductive reasoning here. You know, we have, we've done enough releases to know that that might be the <laughs> sign that there's something else coming. Um, so Dr. Lenny Smith, uh, obviously fantastic organ player. And we're going to kind of shift gears here, uh, move to oh, a friend of yours, a Nashville, another Nashville cat, Jeff Coffin of Dave Matthews band fame. Yeah, this is a really cool project. I don't know. Do you know of Derek Brown? No. Okay, so he was like a, uh, the saxophonist that got like, I think really blew up for like beatboxing and whatnot, like in playing like sax percussion, as he calls it, while playing Barry and tenor. And so they just put out a duo album that I guess they recorded 2019 on uh, on Jeff's record label, uh, Ear Up Records. Um, and it's really cool just to hear those two interact back and forth. You know, it kind of reminds me a lot of like Ben Wendell's uh, sessions with friends because he's another guy who just has like very expansive and extended techniques. Um, but it's very cool though, because of the way that Derek plays, it, it sets a very firm like groove, <laughs> you know, rather than necessarily just like uh, more free. So I don't know. It's it's. I'm sure there's some looping involved, but they're both obviously in like incredible at their instruments and and everything that they've done. So it's uh it's cool to go through and, and check out all the songs and whatnot. And so you know it's not like straight ahead stuff, but it's 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 stuff that's definitely informed by that uh, and just built upon that with with just the music they want to write. You know. Mm-hmm. It's uh a full re- it is a full record it's a short record yeah but it's a, a full record of it's just the two of them on the whole record mm-hmm. oh wow crazy i mean they play like some different instruments on some like on track seven i mean they're playing like every i think jeff plays like bass flute and bass clarinet like there's you know but it's it's just the two of them on the entire album wow nice um, all right. And so moving on, I've seen a lot of stuff about this on social media recently. And that's uh, Jeremy Pelt's new release. And it's also a book, right? Uh, I've seen he wrote a book to go along with this. You didn't even know? Ah, I didn't know that. that. That's killing. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, man, this was just mostly here because I was like really intrigued with the, the project as a whole. And the way that it, it has like spoken commentary going throughout it and and you know, it gives it that sense that like it's fuller or something bigger than like just an album or whatnot. Um, which is also interesting because it's almost like the uh, audio version of liner notes, I guess. Uh, which is kind of cool to catch that on on Spotify and whatnot. But I mean, uh, Jeremy Pelt is really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, you know? That's all I really wanted to know about it. And it's... it's uh, it's it's awesome and you know just the idea of um, the theme of the album and like the oral tradition of like oral storytellers and everything is like very the way of what we do you know like that is the essence of jazz and like the way that it's all started and everything so it's it's very um awesome and also this book looks sick that you just sent me yeah that's the book that goes along with the record it's okay. a book of interviews yeah uh, book of great storytellers of jazz with everybody i didn't see who was in it so there's people like dr eddie henderson uh renee marie 
Lewis Nash, Peter Washington, Terry Lynn Carrington, uh, Hutch, Robert Glasper, Ambrose, Winton, Paul West. Um, so that's killing. Yeah. We'll see if what I do you think. Is that, is that foil on the cover? Is that gold foil or just a gold color? <laughs> did you see it? Like on the trumpet or on the book? On the book. I'm just talking about the book. Oh. I was just only bringing it up because of our, we had a recent, uh, someone that wanted to print foil on their, their album. So that was a whole new learning experience for us. So that's I think why it's I, just a color. I think, I think it's, it's just, just color. color. I think you're right. I think, I don't know. Maybe we should tell Jeremy. Should have got that gold foil on that cover, man. I'll let you handle that one. I'm just yeah, gonna tell I'll him text him right now. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the book, but man, that gold foil would have been killing. Um, but no, it's super cool, and that and it's I love I love seeing artists do something where it's more uh, expansive, maybe is the word beyond just the music, you know? Because I think people are finally catching up to like, you know, everyone wants to think that the music speaks for itself but doesn't. i'm not sure that it does it especially not instrumental music. exactly especially yeah. not instrumental music uh it, today you know it's just right. not it's not as popular as it once was so you just gotta gotta find other ways to be creative like this so that's super cool i'm excited i'm gonna have to get take a deeper dive into that one as well but uh without getting too hung up on this gold foil, let's move to the next next record. I'm surprised you picked, I, I'm not surprised, but I actually, I did listen to this record and I was surprised that you picked this tune. Why? Of all of them. I don't know. I liked Conception. I mean, that's fine. You're welcome to, uh, but this is a great <laughs> standard. It's seven steps to heaven or seven step to heaven, I guess, in this scenario. Or maybe it's uh, a mistake. It could be. They could tell them about their own typo. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. Another record with John Patitucci, uh, Vinny. Caliuta. Thank you. And <laughs> Bill Cunliffe. I mean, it's it's killing. It it's, it's awesome. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> it's all standards, too. Yeah. And, like, you know, John is um, one of those people that – is a phenomenal example of being able to do everything he wants and knowing when to do all of those things. So it's just not too much. And I respect that so much about him. Um, and of course, you know, he spent times playing with like Chick Corea and Wayne Shorter and the Nella Perez, Brian, Bl like they've all come together. I'm pretty sure has played with every musician that is somebody worth anything nowadays. And probably some of them that will be worth now 30, you know, but it's, it's ridiculous. And they obviously, um, you know, work pretty well together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, here you go. Trivia question for you. <laughs> Who else does Vinny Caliuta play with? Uh, he was on the road with Herbie. There we go. See, I knew you, you could. I saw him when he came to, uh, oh, he came okay. to Nashville. Hmm. So that's why that saved me. Would not have known had it not been for that. But Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, he played. He's played with a lot of people too, of course. But um, yeah. seven step. Maybe it's because they made a little arrangement. You heard the little arrangement of the head maybe, there. Maybe that could have been it. That could have been. That could be it. Oh, and now we're gonna keep going though. And one of my favorite tunes. I'm guessing it may not sound how it always sounds, but um, one of my favorite tunes. I know it sounds like the song. It's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and Nick is alluring to uh, Isfahan. Uh, beautiful ballad, but this time with uh, Archie Shep and Jason Moran. Um, and I think I actually picked it because I was very surprised that it just sounded like the tune for the most part. Yeah. Um, an interesting thing about this album is they have like five bonus tracks on it. Oh yeah, I see that. Uh, and another edit of sometime I I feel like a motherless child. So, I mean, it's a really cool record. Um, there are two people that I haven't listened to enough of. Um, which makes a great reason to get started with both of them at the same time, you know? So I would recommend it for people that, that enjoy just like listening to standards and then, um, like a little bit of like the standards cousins version of it, you know, like a little distantly removed, but still enough close enough so that you can tell it's the standard, not like, um, Lee Konitz where sometimes it's called something different and you just have to like catch on where Oh, he's actually playing all the things you are. Okay. You know, cool. Yeah. No, this is cool. I've been meaning to also kind of dig deeper. I've been reading, I'm a little late to the party really, but a book that came out several years ago um, by a great jazz writer named Nate Chinon, who used to work at the, well, he still does work at, no, he used to work at New York Times. Now he works at WBGO. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, He wrote this book, what's it called? Playing the Changes. And there's like a, a bunch of chapters, there's a chapter about um, Jason Moran in there. And I just, uh, yeah, it's like, a, it's all about the like post Wynton Marcellus uh, history of the music kind of. And it's, uh, it's interesting to be like, oh, I see how these things happened. It's, it's, uh, it will be history soon, but uh, it feels like it's like, oh, these things are happening now. And uh, I never read a history book that's like that, where you feel like, oh, this is what's happening now even though yeah. it is is it considered a, a history, history book then i don't think so it's just a book about stuff i don't know about the but it's like it has this kind of historical lens a little bit right right so anyway it's been interesting but i will stop talking about this book that pe- probably people haven't read yet but um it came out a couple of years ago so maybe they have read it but anyway so archie shep and jason moran on the new album, Let My People Go. And uh, we're moving on to uh, a younger pianist around, well, younger, depends on who you ask, I guess. I guess I'm just gonna say he's around my age, but we're not young anymore. But uh, this this has been in the works for a while. I know he's play, had the, played this project at Dizzy's a bunch of times. And hmm. I think it's been been in the works for a bit. That's a great pianist, Chris Patishall and his uh, Zodiac Suite, I think. Yeah, I I didn't even realize that's what it was based off of at first, and by that we're alluding to like Mary Lou Williams's Zodiac Suite. Yeah, um, I just thought he was like, ah, I'm just gonna talk about Zodiac signs, you know. Uh, but it's killing. I picked Pisces because I think that's the one. I think technically we're now like in that area of Pisces. So, oh, is that right? One, I think so. Um, there's one for every single one, you know, and it takes on. Um, some interesting uh interpretations for for as we go through it and and all of that i think it could be cool to to do you know like the, the little student listening project back and forth between the two and, and try and get all the uh differences but in its own i mean it's a great album with people like jameson ross on it um reuben fox is on it uh riley uh Mulhekar. is that how you say his last name close Mulherker. 
yeah sure thanks playing trumpet uh it, it's it's a great album you know it's it's not too in your face there's the great uh groove or rhythm or however you want to describe it behind it you know and, and the tracks are just not all monotonous sounding so who knows i mean it's it's an interesting project to to undertake especially someone like um mary lou williams who i think really doesn't get it as enough credit as she should for the stuff that she's done and, and the the writing and, and whatnot so it definitely makes you rethink like wow maybe i should go check this out more before i you know check out his album for sure yeah i mean obviously she's legendary in the jazz scene but you're right i think i mean there's i feel like there's been more slight at least slightly more kind of talk about her recently last I 10, think so. 10 years maybe but certainly um deserves just as much attention as anyone else um so that's chris Battishall and the zodiac i guess it's just called zodiac not the zodiac mm-hmm. suite but uh, you could check both of those things out back to back and uh, we've got a couple more here on this month's playlist. Uh, the next track is from the Super Group, another Blue Note. We got a lot of Blue Notes this uh, this month. Super Group. We had one last month, I think, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, another track from um, this group, R and R equals Now. A little different flavor, huh? I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, I just feel like obliged when they put this stuff out. Like, what are you gonna do? Say no? I mean, it's Christian Sky. Terrace Martin, Derek Hodge, Taylor McFerrin, Justin Tyson, Robert Glasper, like, okay, cool. <laughs> they could have they could have played another version of Blue Bossa, and I would have been completely okay with it, and and would have complained, you know. Um, Maybe this is actually Blue Bossa. I don't. Maybe you should tell them. I don't. I don't think it's Blue Bossa at all. <laughs> it's very interesting though because it it definitely is something that even as a musician, like you listen to it and it opens your perspective to many different things and the way that like some people see the music going or just music in general and, you know, techniques, everything, you know, there, there's times where if it was not for me being like, ah, that line kind of sounds a little bit like Christian Scott, you know, you don't necessarily know it's a trumpet. Um hmm. So I don't know. It's it's really interesting. I think it'd even be more interesting to see it live, mm. uh, but it is a live album, so score there. But um, yeah, I mean it's it's killing. This is I think was like part of that uh, month long residency they had at Blue Note, which is just blows my mind that someone was able to play Blue Note for a month long. When but when you have that band, I guess you can do what you want, you know? Yeah, I mean they have uh, plenty of firepower. That's for sure. Star power firepower both um yeah man i can't believe it's like yeah that that was like oh we recorded it right before the lockdown and now it's like oh it's been a year (laughs) and uh that came it came out so yeah i'm looking forward to checking out the rest of it i I checked out the single last month when it came out and uh yeah it's really interesting it definitely always expands my my thinking even though my records sound nothing like that (laughs) uh and I don't mean it, I'm not trying to say like a, a good, that's a good or bad thing, but just like the sonic expansiveness is way different. And I'm yeah. like, man, how do I like make my records have that breadth? Like, and just in like the sound quality almost is what, what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. I mean, I there's like people that is. push you like 
compositionally, you know, or just mm-hmm. like language wise. And it's just interesting listening to stuff like that. And there, there are some other artists that are like it, that just make you think differently about like acoustics almost, you know, and just the, the sound, <laughs> like it doesn't have to be some pure tone all the time and, and the different effects that they can, they can do with it. Right. Exactly. It's like, there's so much out there. I'm like, man, what am I doing? Like, why am I still playing autumn leaves? Like, let me go do something else. <laughs> but if you played autumn leaves like that. Yeah. Who would want to hear that? No I, one. I, I'd listen. I'd listen. Uh, you know? One. I get a fan, <laughs> one fan. Or I have to You'd pay you to listen to it too. get some guys at a school somewhere that yeah. would want to listen to it, you right. know, just I, for like the nerds. My 10 students. There you go. There you there go. go. Now we're up to 11 listeners. Right. We're doing great. That's like <laughs> a thousandth of a penny. You got it. Yeah, I'm like crushing it with that. Absolutely. Um, but no, anyway, you should definitely listen to this. Not to my future version of Autumn Leaves, but to R&R Equals Now and their new record. Uh, R&R Equals Now live and a great um, live record from the Blue Note in New York. I believe it was the Blue Note in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, we've got one more track for this month. And that's, uh, so again, something different this time with um, Taishan Sori, Linda O, oh, and Vijay Iyer. Yeah. Um, it's a single off their upcoming album from uh, ECM, I think, coming out in April. Um, it's just really awesome. This would be one that, like, I think I would group, like, if we're going off of what we are just talking about, go, like, challenges what i think compositionally and the way that like he approaches like thematic growth you know in developing a melody and whatnot and just absolutely incredible and then linda oh i mean cool okay yeah <laughs> like she can play the bass and uh i actually do not know uh um taishan shori that much so it was like a pleasant surprise on top um, I definitely, you know, Vijayar was like the main um, drawing point here. I think he's kind of like of this new age of pianists that just seem to like play dark, which is so amazing how they get such a dark sound out of the piano. Maybe it's just new mics or whatever, but you know, like that, like Brad Meldow, Aaron Parks-esque school Vijay, I, I don't know. It's, they just all seem to have like a dark sound. Um, yeah, for sure that's that's all i got it's it's killing it's it's awesome i don't know much about the record or whatnot i know it's like supposedly some of these uh compositions are like over the last 20 years or something that he's been writing for so that could be really interesting to see how stuff has uh changed or whatnot you know but it's it's still it'll be killing april will be a good month yeah it's coming out next month as a single is that what you said yeah, yeah, it comes out April 9th. Yeah, man, Vijay is like a prolific composer, man. Uh, that same book I'm reading, there's there's a chapter about Vijay also. So that's it. He's done a lot of stuff, done a lot of stuff, even though it might not be super straight ahead. You got that uh, Florida State, like kind of <laughs> tunnel vision over there. Definitely, just it kidding. took a while for me to get out of that, it, especially when my tunnel vision going in was like Winton yeah sure so i was like already in the like straight ahead lane and then the, hell i don't think it was until senior year where i was just like wow 
Brad Meldow. Like, <laughs> what is this? You know? Yeah, there's a lot, uh, a lot happening. No, I mean, obviously, I'm with you. I'm uh, yeah. down with the straight ahead, of course. <clears throat> but it's interesting, you know, it's like, there's so much out there. So much different stuff that falls under our heading of jazz these days. That yeah. is probably a discussion for another episode. <laughs> so I won't go there today. But uh, thanks for listening. I hope you can check out the playlist. The playlist obviously is on Spotify. Uh, it's called This Is Jazz Today. And just type in This Is Jazz Today outside of music and you will be able to find it. So check out these 10 new records. A lot of exciting stuff coming up uh, from outside of music as well. Great releases on the horizon uh, from Stephen Feifke, from Ulysses Owens Jr. Uh, and uh, those are big band projects, both of them. So I'm um, sure you'll be seeing and hearing a lot from those folks over the next couple of months so we appreciate you all being here make sure you subscribe to the playlist so you can see all the new stuff every month and uh thanks for listening we'll catch you on the next one